0: Hello, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis broadcasting from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. And today's topic is this, the two gifts of the guide. Sit back and relax, and let's get started. So last week, I had the opportunity and the invite from a dear friend and mentor of mine, Oren Klaff, to be a part of his uh, event that he ha- holds for a mastermind. And during this uh, event, he asked me to, uh, to come up and teach. And as Oren is wont to do, whenever you work with Oren, you always have to be ready for the, the hot seat. You have to be ready to be basically thrown in the game uh, at any time. And he gave me a few minutes notice, but he asked me, he said, look, can you cover this? He said, can you cover the concept of removing from our language the idea for a salesperson to have to worry about overcoming objections and being in this place where, you know, you present the presentation and then you kind of, you know, you, you get in this role of slapping down the objections and then kind of going, okay, now what do you think? What do you think of the presentation? And there's a couple things inside of this that um, we wanted to look at, how, you know, I was looking at why, are, why do we get to these, these places? Why, why do we have this mindset of overcoming objections? And as I, as I investigated this, I realized that it comes, it comes from the wrong mindset to begin with. It comes from this idea of this adversarial approach where it's a, uh, you know, a, a concept of I've got to win over them. I've got to convince them. And have you consider that that is not the real role of your role as a business development, sales, Executive, entrepreneur, your job, if you find yourself convincing, trying to convince someone, you've already given the signal that you're not the guide. Now, we're going to come back to this idea of the guide. Now, who is the guide? The guide is Obi Wan Kenobi. The guide is Morpheus in the Matrix. The guide is the person that comes into another person's life and basically says, Hey, I see more in you than you see in you. And I see a different path, a path for you that could lead to a higher self or better business outcomes or more sales or more revenue for your company or better operations, or, you know, more efficiency in production, whatever it is, an improved situation, right? Obi-Wan Kenobi comes to Luke Skywalker and says, hey, you must be a Jedi like your father. Morpheus says, I think you're the one or actually you are the one and you've got to join. Now there's always this resistance and that's one of the first keys that signals yourself as a guide is the number one, principle number one in addressing this mindset of moving from a mindset of the idea of overcoming objections to one of, I don't overcome objections, I guide people. It's not me versus them, I'm guiding them somewhere. Number one, one of the first signals of a guide is the guide guide anticipates the natural resistance that the hero is going to experience as they consider a new possibility. Now, if you have studied your prospect or your marketplace or the people you interact with, your you know, your prospects, your clients, you probably can come up with what are the typical things that they find resistance in when they consider a new possibility that new possibility may be being created by the your technology or your product or your service or your company what is the resistance that they you have experienced them feeling most often it can come in the play in the in the in the uh, in the form of stories that they may have about why they can't or shouldn't do something right now or uncertainty or other political forces that may be against them um there's this, there's this idea that if you know those things, you can, be, you can empathize with the struggle that they're going to go through, right? But you're not convincing them that those things aren't real. Those feelings aren't real. If you remember back in Star Wars, what does Obi-Wan say? He says, Luke, you must learn the ways of the Force like your father. And come with me to Alderaan. And what does Luke say? He says, I can't go. I can't, I can't go there. I've got work to do. There's the resistance of the hero. Now, what does Obi-Wan say? Obi-Wan says, well, you must do as you see you, you choose. You must do as you see fit, right? He, he has no neediness. He's like, I'm going. And there's this other possibility. And we got to go save the universe. But I don't, you know, I don't need you, but I'm going. Same thing with Morpheus in the Matrix. He says, you know, I'm not presenting to you anything else other than the truth. And he leaves it at that. He's not saying, you've really got to do this. You've really got to come and save the, uni- save the world. He doesn't say that. The guide never moves into a mindset of convincing. And that's why if you are in a place with your prospect or sales, uh, you know, your, your, your opportunity, if you're in a place where you're convincing people, having to convince and overcome objections, then you're signaling that you're not really a trustworthy guide. Instead, you should be leading them. Because ultimately, the guide's role is to, is, to, is to present two things to the hero. Number one, the guide's role is to present the truth. Now, that truth in the f- context of business could be that you see something about their business. You see either a problem or a possibility. That if solved or if realized, it would benefit them. And you may know things about their business that they can't see. And you may have insights about a change in the world or a tectonic shift that's happening under their feet that they may not yet feel. And you are the harbinger of that information. Right? You're presenting, as long as that information is truthful, you are bringing that truth. Now, when presented with the truth, a person can only do. One of two things. But they have to do one thing. They have to make a choice. And that's the second thing that the guide's job is to do, is to bring the choice. You must go with me to Alderaan. You must go save the universe. You must, you must join us, whatever that choice is. The, the jobs, when the truth is presented, a choice is the very next thing that the guide presents. Because when a person or when any of us are presented with a truth, We've got to do something with it. We've got to either reject it or accept it. And if we accept it, then typically there's a pivot in our trajectory. right? So this led into this conversation, though, of why is it that we find, can find ourselves in a place where we know that we have a truth and we know that we have something that could benefit others, or we might have something we're trying to sell, but we find ourselves in an unwillingness to collide. Now that unwillingness to collide with the truth can take the form of the hesitancy to make the cold call, the hesitancy to send the email, the nervousness before the big presentation or the proposal, the uncertainty or the neediness that creeps into a deal as you're going through the process. And the final principle here is that a commitment to the, uh, the final quality, let's say, of the guide is that they are viciously committed to colliding with the truth in service to others. You see, Morpheus in The Matrix and Obi-Wan in Star Wars, they were not gonna back away from what they knew to be the truth. They were gonna let the hero know the truth. But it was always in service to the hero. And they had zero neediness and zero uncertainty when they presented that truth. So what, what's going on when we feel that, un, that neediness or that, that, that desire to be validated or that uncertainty when we are called to present the truth, i.e. our solution or our insights or revelations to a prospect or client. Now, have you considered there's a couple of places to investigate why you might be feeling that level of uncertainty? Number one, if your commitment to collide with the truth in service to others is hesitant, you've got to investigate, am I really telling the truth? What lies am I telling? Perhaps that's got to i mean that's got to be investi- investigated first and foremost because it's really easy for lies, half truths or hyperbole to creep into our presentations to creep into our marketing to creep into our claims to creep into what we've presented Right, we all see this. I mean, marketing is marketing. Does this marketing oftentimes can rely on hyperbole? It's the difference, and it's the subtle lies. It's the difference between you know the the the, the slide that says you know we did hundred million dollars last year when actually you did eighty nine point three, but we just rounded it up for good measure, right? It's those little subtle lies. They creep into a salesperson's world or their vernacular, their language or their sales stories, those little lies that creep in that infect your certainty. And you may not even realize it. But at some level, at a core root level, you know that somewhere inside of your proposal or your truth that you're bringing to the hero, your prospect, there's something in there that's not entirely an in integrity. And... If you feeling, if you're feeling that, I would encourage you to go investigate, investigate those things. What lies are in our approach? What lies are in our marketing? What lies are in my own stories? What lies am I telling myself and others relative to this part of my life? And then the truth is, if you're telling lies in one part of your life, you're telling them other places in your life. You got to keep continue on the daily war, daily search for those things and kill them. And course correct. So that's the place to investigate, first place to investigate. The second place to investigate is this idea of colliding with the truth in service to others. You see, Morpheus and and Obi-Wan, yes, they had a grander mission, but their mission was really about the possibility that their heroes, of of who their heroes could become, this bigger version of themselves. It was... And in, in both cases, if you go back to those stories, in both cases, that guide ultimately was willing to either risk or give their life for the hero. Obi-Wan, right? He, he fights Darth Vader and gets, gets, uh, he kind of gives up his life to save Luke. And then uh, Morpheus, he, you know, he, he, uh, he does, he, 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 if I remember correctly in the movie, he gets captured saving the hero. They're entirely in a posture of service to others. There's no neediness. They're not thinking about themselves. Well, if you're feeling that uncertainty and that that uncertainty in your proposals, in your positioning, in your presentations, it's possibly because you're thinking more about yourself than you are the client, prospect, or customer. You're thinking more about the bonus that you're going to get rather than the benefit that they're going to receive. You're thinking about the pressure of the quota being relieved instead of the improvement in the other person's life. That self-focus is a root of all neediness. And ultimately, it pulls you out of the integrity of the, the, the certainty that can come with truly knowing that what you're doing is going to benefit the other person of the company. Paul even wrote about some of this. He gave us, some, gave us a sales tip on this in 2 Philippians. He said, uh, 3 and 4, he said, do not, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not to the, only to his own interest, but also to the interest of others. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, count yourselves more significant than others. Uh, Do nothing. That includes your sales presentation. Because the true professional, the true guide knows that in service to the client, prospect, customer, i.e. the hero, that colliding with them in integrity is the best way to lead them to a place where their lives are better. So my question for you today would be, where right now are you feeling a hesitancy to collide with the truth? And it may be in your sales presentation and it may be in your marriage. And if you're feeling hesitant to collide, investigate. Are there lies that you're telling, secrets that you're keeping? And I'd have you consider those things need to be eliminated so that you can have the certainty necessary to take a stand in the truth. And if you're only thinking about yourself, you're going to be limited in your power. Your most powerful position is when you are counting others more significant than yourselves. That's what I got for you today, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis signing off from the Sales Warrior Podcast. If you want to go deeper into my sales tactics and the way I've operated for 20 years, I've got a new course. It's called the Sales Weaponization Protocol. There'll be a link in the show notes. It's now available worldwide, and it's uh, it's got all of the processes on how to turn yourself into an absolute sales assassin. Uh, it, poured my heart and soul into it. Check it out. It's in the show notes. God bless. Godspeed. More to come.